0: nothing here goes nothing welcome to the wrestling podcast about nothing episode 10 presented by bdaradio.com there are so many pro wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business so we went to bda radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast everybody's doing something we'll do nothing they said what's your wrestling podcast about we said nothing and thankfully they said we think you may have something here So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me, as always, is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars, the Irresistible Force, the Immovable Object, the possible Pizza King of Haverhill, Massachusetts, the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. What do
1: you mean, possible? Actually, I got to tell you, uh, I ate the least... On my team at the Lucky's Pizza and Haverhill uh, Grand Opening APW Pizza Eating Contest. Well, I, that's, that's a mouthful. Lo- not a <laughs> mouthful <name. laughs> of pizza, though. I don't know if that's the official name or not. But, right. But uh, yeah, so it was me. It was Vern Vicalo. It was the Playboy Jimmy James, and the MVP of the team, Big Bear. Oh my goodness! What an animal! I guess so, huh? Guy was scooping hot cheese in his hand and <laughs> shoveling it in his mouth. That is appetizing, yeah, <laughs> especially on a day like today. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're a little under the weather, buddy. A little bit. Uh, had a you gonna. You gonna be sick a little bit? <laughs> Trying to get it on my you table went. here. <laughs> he's gonna. He's no, gonna. No, 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 no not, I'm not really not. I'm <laughs> not gonna.
0: I'm not gonna. All right, we're gonna. We're gonna get through this, Prime. We're gonna get through this. This podcast is available every Monday on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and, of course, at BDARadio.com. Now we ask you to please do something for the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on iTunes or wherever else you get your uh, podcasts from. Take a minute and write us a five-star review. It really gets the podcast out there. It gets us in front of more eyes and ears and whatever other body parts and it helps the podcast grow so please do us a personal favor make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and review us on itunes i, just, I,
1: I want to throw one more thing out there if you're out there if you're enjoying the podcast please share it on uh, on facebook twitter myspace if you're still if you're still Snapchat. on MySpace, yeah whatever uh share it tell your friends tell two friends uh if you're enjoying what we're doing tell somebody about it and maybe they can enjoy it too
0: of course That's a good idea, Brian Maloney. How about that? Tell a friend. Very good. Tell a friend. Okay. On today's show, we'll break down the news of Roman Reigns' 30-day wellness policy suspension and what this means for WWE going forward. Plus, we'll discuss the news of the split-brand pay-per-views that are set to kick off in a couple months. Also, we're going to have the most celebrated segment in WPAN history. It's back, Brian. It's back. We aren't going to spoil it right now. Oh, but boy. the most talked about segment in WPAN history returns a little later on. But not to be outdone, we will have a promo about nothing as well and so much more. But before we get into all that, let's talk about our sponsor. People ask me, what do you mean, BDARadio.com? What does the BDA stand for? Body Donna's activity? Well, while Skip and Sonny, and Zip for that matter, would want you all to get your activity levels up, the only activity that is BDA Radio approved is visiting the website and getting the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They don't break news, they break the news with our wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to bda.radio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. BDA Radio keeps your body and brain active all summer
1: long. bda.radio.com. Buddy, you're on point right now. You are on point. You're like um, you're like Michael Jordan in Game Six against the Utah Jazz right now.
0: I'm powering through, like like Kurt Schilling,
1: right? Powering there through. Go. There you go with your bloody sock and all. Thank you very much. That's probably more from vodka scratching up your ankle, though. (laughs) Yes, that is true. Okay,
0: here we go. Roman Reigns. This was quite a surprising uh, turn of events that uh, occurred on... This is Tuesday morning?
1: Yeah, yeah, Tuesday morning.
0: Tuesday morning, WWE put out a release saying that they have suspended... Joe Anowai, also known as Roman Reigns, for 30 days effective immediately for his first violation of the company's talent wellness policy. And moments later, Roman Reigns himself tweeted, I apologize to my family, friends, and fans for my mistake in violating WWE's wellness policy. No excuses. I own it. Now,
1: that just kind of seems like... It's stock. I mean, it's stock. Like, you know, just, hey, make sure you... Yeah,
0: this is WWE saying make yeah, sure it's a as PR. soon as... Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's, I mean, he's obviously PR savvy. He's probably getting some direction, you know, from WWE. Um, I mean, it's funny. We talked about on the last episode when we were breaking down the money in the bank pay-per-view mm-hmm. that we thought that the Roman Reigns title switch was like, wow, this is really all of a sudden they just spent two years building to this point with this guy. And then all of a sudden the title reign is over and, and it was clean and... Well, this makes a little more sense now, I think, um, for in that respect, that they would so abruptly, you know, and again, something they built two years to and it ends, you know, three, four months after it starts. Um, I guess it makes a little more sense now because this guy's not going to be around for 30 days. Looks like he won't miss Battleground, though. Like, he'll be back for the triple threat match with uh, Ambrose and Rollins. But, right. I mean, what a black eye for the company. <laughs>
0: There's always something about the suspensions. Um, like, let's go through the recent ones. Connor from Ascension, Adam Rose. Before that, it was Hor-
1: Hornswoggle and uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. There's a- was some controversy like around the Hornswoggle one, because he he told he talked recently how it, it was because he couldn't produce a sample. So Right.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of made people second-guess that all these lower card guys, it kind of people were laughing about that these... Like a guy like uh, Hornswoggle or
1: Ricardo Rodriguez were getting named right. for this wellness policy. <laughs> random, but not- random drug test. Oh, Hornswoggle. You, your name got randomly picked again. I don't know how that happened.
0: Yeah, but this one, I mean, definitely this is not anything that WWE would want to happen. But also another part of the uh, controversy in this is the timing of it. Uh, it was reported that this was known on Sunday before, before the pay-per-view, before the, the Money in the Bank show that Roman Reigns had... Uh, had this uh, violation of the policy, but they decided to hold them off until until after Monday night to uh, really make this to let this out there.
1: Which well, is, I mean, it's smart. I mean, I, I, here's the thing: I don't want to get into a whole philosophical thing here on, on steroid use and and um,
0: but, but and it's not known that it's steroid
1: use by the way. Right, though, just right. To it's, say it's, yeah, we don't at yeah. this point. We don't know the if it's recreational drugs or. Or, you know, performance-enhancing drugs. But, like, on the, on the subject of, like, performance-enhancing drugs, like, I think people compare WWE to professional sports when really it probably should be more compared to Hollywood and movies. And right. there's nobody jumping up and down, going crazy, you know, because, like, Tom Hardy... Was all you know, juiced uh, juiced up for to play Bane? Or- Are you kidding
0: me? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, know. so
1: I mean, I, I mean, I think it's a good thing that they have the obviously have the wellness policy. Um, I think it was in response to a bunch of really tragic events um, that happened, right? Um, you know, over the uh, over the years. It's it, it, for the top guy, for quote unquote the, the guy. guy. Uh, I, where, I, I just don't know where they go from here, like. John Cena, who's been the face of the company for 10 years, is squeaky clean. There's nothing, uh, you know, there's no chinks in the armor there. Now with Roman Reigns, here's the guy who's be, be, being built as the next face of the company, the guy to meet the sponsors, the guy to meet the charities and work with the children. And, you know, I mean, whether it's recreational or, or performance enhancing, does WWE want a drug offender as the face of their company, at least I mean, even right now or, or in the future?
0: Well, I mean, the person who is of similar stature that I think we could turn to to see what WWE's history is is Randy Orton. He's had a number of, I mean, I, I don't want to say a number. I don't, it's
1: at least two at least or two, three. He has two strikes against him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He had at least a couple of strikes on him. And in the long run, he came back in the same position that he left. They, They... They didn't punish him in a way of of moving him down the card.
1: No, but I don't know that Randy Orton has ever been positioned as like the face of the company though. I mean, he's well, always think, been I a top was, guy, but I think don't think he was number
0: 2 to to Cena at one point.
1: Right. Um yeah, no, I see, I see your point there. Um I just I just think it's tough now going going f- I mean, the crowd is already like against this guy. And right. WWE fans, even the more casual ones, are increasingly smart. WWE puts these things out on their website now. So I I, I think this, they have to change. If they had no intentions of turning them heel, like, I think this, at least, at the very least, in the immediate future, probably changes some creative plans because. I think, there, especially if they go to like a tough city like in New York, uh, Philly, uh, Chicago, the fans are going to be all over this guy. Probably chanting the old uh, Jose Canseco uh, chants at the ballparks of steroids or something along those lines. Even though we do, and I just want to keep reiterating, we do not know what the what the the drug was, but I think most people just associate. When the guys get busted for wellness violations, they just think, "Well, here's this big jacked up guy. It's got to be for PEDs." But I, I think the crowds are going to be all over this guy even more now. It, he didn't endear himself, put it that way,
0: right? And the strange thing about this is, usually, if when something like this happens, they, they'll do some sort of angle on on the Monday night. Um, I know we we're, we're talking about the the timing. This happened actually, our truth in a uh, 2011. Uh, was in the Survivor Series main event with him and Miz versus John Cena and The Rock. And he had a wellness violation, and they're aware of it before Sunday, but they did keep him in the main event of Survivor Series and wrote him out with an angle on Monday night. They didn't even do that for, for Roman Reigns. There's no injury to write him out. So it's a very it, – he's just going to be off TV, and I don't think there's any way they're going to say – he had a wellness violation within the context of the TV show.
1: No, no, there's no, there's absolutely, positively no way, in any way, shape, or form. I think that until we have to record next weekend and do a complete about face and talk about how they actually did mention it, right. but no, I don't think they are. I think they'll just keep him off TV. I think they'll they'll probably sh- you know like. There was one of the one of the um, Raws leading up to Money in the Bank. Neither Rollins nor Reigns were on TV, and they did a video package. The presence of Roman Reigns, I think, will be felt on Monday Night Raw without him being there. Um, you know, I they're not going to just you know eliminate. But they're not just going to eliminate him, like talking about him altogether. I don't think, unless there's all sorts of. Uh, you know fake social media outrage about this and him still being in the main event then they might cave and take him on the main the main event of battleground but I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to keep his spot in that and i don't think he's getting the title back i certainly don't think that's going to happen I- i'm guessing now at least for a little bit dean ambrose is going to quote unquote be the guy <laughs> um are you a little surprised that they're doing three-way at battleground and not a not summerslam I, I oh, oh. Um, I thought for sure that would be the main event of SummerSlam. I really did
0: yeah, I mean they could always do a uh, disputed finish and then take it into SummerSlam. but yeah that is seems like that's a pretty big marquee match to um
1: I mean unless I mean unless the, on the flip side of this now is maybe they have already changed creative plan I mean we don't know I mean, maybe they've already changed creative plans and maybe because of the drug th- the drug suspension they're giving the people the the three-way of the shield that i think really the fans want so i think maybe in an effort not to screw the fans totally give them that three-way and then maybe you know take roman reigns out of the main event picture for a little bit
0: yeah it just seems like how do you navigate this next month trying to get people to forget about this suspension for roman reigns when he's not in tv um to support the the upcoming main event of battleground and and you have to keep mentioning that he's a part of battleground. It just seems like it kind of
1: goes against so it's, everything. It's, un, it's unprecedented, right? There's no precedent, baby. <laughs> it's <laughs> without precedent, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I, again, I, I mean, I, I think I think long term, short term, long term, they're gonna have to turn this guy heel. They're gonna have to change the course of his character and the, you know where they were going with it. I think because I really, it really feels like they had no intentions of ever turning him heel heel in the in the near time you know in the near future i think they just were going to leave the title and just keep rolling with it like they have been for you know for two years at this point right um but now i think they have to i think they're forced to i think even you now risk not risk but with the way wwe does these suspensions now where they actually do announce them the casual fans know it's not just the internet fans that know anymore it's you know a little johnny who loves wwe's dad may who may have gone to the wwe website saw that little johnny's favorite wrestler was suspended for a drug violation you know even the casual fans know now so interesting stuff here you know really unprecedented the, i i don't think orton was ever the champion when he got busted is this our i mean I, i'm pretty sure this is the first reigning and defending wwe champion to fail a wellness test
0: right yeah i think i think i think that's correct uh i mean i did i did plenty of research but i didn't do that specific research you really should have uh let me know ahead of time that you're going to get into this and i, could <laughs> I have, didn't know uh, i was going I to just <laughs> off the
1: top of my head man that's how my brain works <laughs> i'm just, my brain's like two steps ahead of yours man so that's, a, that's on a, that's on a good day
0: so you're uh you're uh, you're saying roman reigns heel turn
1: that's what yeah that's, i think they have to you know, I think they have to do something. I, I think my prediction, Yeah, you know, we making a prediction, my prediction is he'll turn and they drop him down the card a little bit, too. I, I think he's out of the main event picture for a little bit. Um, I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. Go on the line, Mike. What's your prediction? Go, come on. Put it on record right now. Oh, but
0: I already said uh, Nakamura is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania, what, two years from now?
1: I thought you said I thought you said this coming one. No, I don't think so. No, 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 <laughs> no. You said
0: thirty-four. Yeah, whatever. With this thirty-two that just this happened. Is, yeah, so yeah. We thirty-three so, coming
1: up. So you said thirty-four.
0: That was my big prediction. Uh, so I say Roman Reigns turns heel or remains in the mid event picture. Okay. All right. So I don't th- I don't think I don't think they're giving up on this kid quite yet.
1: Well, yeah, I mean I'm not saying they're going to give up on him. Right. I, I just. WWE is very PR conscious. Um more and more so I think as time passes. They they do a lot. I mean a 7 or 8 year, year old recording of Hulk Hogan came out and rather than just making him disappear for a while, they gave him the Chris Benoit treatment uh for a period of time there and completely wiped him from like the history right uh, of WWE. So they are very and and I'm not comparing these two things. Um yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just using that as an example of WWE is ever so you know PR conscious and um, you know <laughs> you know the, the the funny thing is they don't even probably know yet what they're really going to do with them because they're probably going to wait and see how sponsors react, how TV ratings react, how shareholders react. Those are the things that all the people who scream I think will know how the fans react.
0: <laughs> but no, we know how the fans will react to that.
1: Right, but that's the fans who, who, who always get upset about the things WWE does or who they're pushing or this and that, um, the, th- the one thing they always have to take into consideration is everybody says, oh, it's Vince McMahon with the final say. And Vince McMahon does have the final say. But there's somebody that Vince McMahon answers to as well, and that is shareholders and sponsors. Those are really his bosses. I thought you going to say God. Well,
0: I don't know. He, did, he did tag. He uh, didn't tag, angle with him. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're gonna bring God
1: back in. What do you think?
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, someone that could Trump Roman Reigns while he while he's gone.
1: Maybe 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 we'll see an appearance by Donald Trump coming yeah, up yeah, too. Yeah, I Donald Trump, Trump, Trump and
0: God and. Uh, oh my God, that is oh that is frightening, frightening, frightening. Okay, PDA for BDA. That is the hashtag to use on Twitter. Let's show some love for BDA Radio. Show some love for the wrestling podcast about nothing. Hashtag. PDA for BDA. Tweet it at BDA underscore radio or at me. I'm at CrocSox. It's C-R-O-C-K-S-O-X. And he is at Brian Malonas. That's M-I-L-O-N-A-S. There you go. Right? And we will mention you on the podcast. All you got to do is use the hashtag. We'll mention you in the podcast. So let's go back
1: to our buddy, Big Woody. These are like we got regulars, man. I like it. Yeah, I like, it. like
0: this is like the this is the hang. This is the place to hang out and get your it's uh, crew. Yeah, get your uh, get your thoughts what, across. Hashtag
1: here. squad goals, right? Huh? <laughs> Some, something <laughs> like that. Okay,
0: at apt Lwood, That's Big Woody's uh, Twitter. W P A N. Great as usual. Love the Dynamite Keith Watkins Cliche Festival. Also, line of the year. Pizza is good by BM, Brian Malonis.
1: Pizza is good, Mike, and I love it, and that's why I ate a lot on Thursday night, even though I'm trying to watch my girlish figure. But you didn't need as much as you
0: could have, right? You, you oh, certainly easy. not. You Absolutely took it easy. Not. No. I, because I, you, had
1: your, you had your ringer, right? Well, I, I thought we had the ringer when I brought the Playboy with me, but uh, Big Bear. Big Bear Big took home Bear. the uh, There Now, there's rumors now, and uh, – Big Woody can tweet at us about this. There's rumors that there may be an upcoming one-on-one battle between Big Bear and the Playboy Jimmy James in a, in a, in a oh, pizza eating contest. my uh, goodness. <laughs> Certainly not for the faint at heart. I'm
0: going to need the footage of this one, Brian.
1: <laughs> Maybe when you're feeling better, because in your current state, I think <laughs> I think you might toss your cookies watching those two eat.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, now let's go to Steven. At hhguy 2004 I was yelling that they are going to do the Malonus Fury Hansen spot from Cold Fury Twelve. That this was from Sunday night when we were live tweeting on at the WPAN. That's our new Twitter handle, the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing Twitter handle, the, at the WPAN. We were live tweeting Money in the Bank, and Stephen tweeted when we were watching the uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match, that when they set up the uh, the ladder bridges and all these different things, that they thought they were going to do the uh, the spot that you guys did in Cold Fury 12. I'm thinking,
1: I'm thinking maybe some of those guys might have been watching them some uh, some Kingpin. What do you think? Uh, what I, do you think, Mike? Huh? I don't think so. What? <laughs> What do you what do you mean? <laughs> do you mean? Why are you so dismissive of this out of hand? Is the DVE out yet? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think just barely. It's a no, it's a new, it's okay, a new no. release.
0: Copier Twelve is out there. It's available on chaoticwrestling.com. dot Why uh, the hell are
1: we giving them plugs for? Oh come on! Oh, I'm kidding. I love Chaotic Wrestling. At the.
0: T- at T H O G 94. That's TK, everybody. buddy TK, saying he enjoyed part two of Warbit Hanson on the WPAN. Always a pleasure to see him wrestle. Looking forward to Brian Malonis on the BTT t underscore podcast that's a
1: uh, book in the territory our friends at book in the territory what is that
0: coming do we know
1: a couple weeks couple weeks uh, might it might be a two-parter uh, i haven't talked to to mike uh you know in a few days here but uh yeah it's coming in a couple weeks as soon as i get the info of when it's gonna be released by booking the territory certainly it will be pushed all over my social media and you the wpan and uh uh also too uh you know uh tk obviously likes uh he likes Book in the Territory too. So, yeah, do go check those guys out too. Friends of the podcast. We're all part of the podcast community. So, uh, yeah, check out check out Book in the Territory. Good stuff. Uh, listen to a few episodes myself. Really impressed with those guys. Yes, indeed. And Steve King,
0: my good friend Steve King, the reason I'm sitting here today, one of the reasons I'm sitting here today is you because of Steve King. Son of a King. bitch, Steve. And, <laughs> and uh, I didn't give out his Twitter handle last time. It's at StranglerSteve. At Strangler Steve on Twitter, Steve saying that he just finished listening to the second half of the Warbade Hanson on the WPAN with with Sox, and Brian Malonus on BDA Radio. Great story! Thank you very much, Steve, for your support in uh,
1: in in my entire life and in uh, the podcast. I'm gonna make Steve feel old because because I mean, obviously you know Steve likes to listen to the wrestling podcast, about well, nothing which we appreciate. Uh, when I was in high school, I was a big big fan of the Archangels from
0: uh, NWA New England. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Damon Darkangelo, the Strangler Steve King with John Rodeo. Phoenix King. Uh, right, there you go. And they used to do uh, this deal, some sort of like the, modified... The, the, the
0: hand signal, which is kind it, of
1: like the... Almost like, middle a, finger like a weird Vader kind of thing. Middle finger and the ring finger sticking
0: yes. out, yes. That was the uh, the hand signal of the Archangels.
1: But I was... Uh, yes, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed them very much when I used to go to the old NWA New England shows, which you were probably refereeing on.
0: Oh yeah, I certainly was. And uh, check out the uh, Archangels—they have a, a YouTube page that they they post uh, old matches and um, some behind-the-scenes videos and stuff like that. Oh,
1: goodness, you might see you might see a, a, a teenage uh, <laughs> Kingpin sitting, sitting <laughs> in the crowd.
0: It's Archangels. It's A R K. A-N-G-E-L-S. So take a look for them on, on YouTube. Uh, thank you, Steve. And thank you to all of our friends using the hashtag PDA for BDA. And once you become a part of the BDA Radio Madness. Leave a comment, ask a question, or just let us know you're listening. Use the hashtag PDA for BDA on Twitter. All right, Brian. We've waited long enough. You've uh, waited long enough. Uh, the, Everyone's the, waited long enough. The people demand it. As you know... I have no problem admitting this, Brian. I love the dirt sheets. Love a good sheet. I need my insider wrestling news. I've been reading newsletters since the day I found out they existed. You, Brian, not so much. So with that in mind, let's get into the most exciting segment in wrestling podcast about nothing history. We're doing the Dirt Sheet Shuffle. All right. Good Lord.
1: It's the Dirt
0: Sheet Shuffle. Good Lord. People have been waiting for it. People have been asking for it. Your buddy, Eddie Hunt. Oh, Ed Hunt is is going to be in his glory. Yes, he was all about the Dirt Sheet Shuffle, and we're bringing it back. These are three news stories from pro wrestling news sites around the internet. Which one of these stories, Brian, did not actually get reported let's put
1: over my record man i'm, oh, I'm undefeated in this i'm like goldberg in the late 90s in wcw man One and know right One and know hey all streaks start somewhere
0: right okay let's see let's see if you can do this time okay here are the three stories first story story number one Roderick Strong finished up with ROH this weekend. They had the, uh, as we talked about earlier, they had the, I don't, I don't know if we actually, we talked about it before the podcast, I think.
1: Yeah, before the, the podcast. <laughs> the- they had a pay-per-view last uh, f- past Friday night. Best in the world, yes,
0: and they're uh, they're doing TV tapings. So he's finishing up with them this weekend. While many assume he is going to pop up in NXT, his fiance, Marina Shafir, who is a MMA fighter, Recently said on a podcast that she was going to be helping to train him in MMA. What do you think?
1: Hmm. It's interesting. Well, you threw the little curveball there with the second part. Uh, because I knew, well, I knew Roderick Strong was finishing up with, uh, with Ring of Honor this weekend because I saw our good friend Todd Sinclair, uh, getting a a minor dust up with a, with a fan (laughs) over it.
0: Yes. Uh, our good friend uh, Todd Sinclair was, was given a, a, a fan the business, and the fan didn't quite appreciate <laughs> giving it. Giving them the what for? Yes. <laughs> All right, so that's number one. Roderick Strong seems like he might be going into MMA. Number two, story number two. With the brand split looming, WWE has been contacting many names for the past to fill out their rosters. The most surprising. Kurt Angle, There's a been a number of names listed, Brian, but I think the most surprising would be Kurt Angle because they've said in the past that they probably wouldn't take him back and that he, he's had some issues, And uh, but seems like maybe that, that door could be creeping slightly open again,
1: possibly seeing Kurt Angle again in the WWE. I thought I, thought I did see something about, about Kurt Angle, maybe uh, perhaps on the Mark Madden show, mm-hmm. uh, talking about meeting with wwe So I think I think that one's true. I'm still not sure about the first one yet. But but I'm pretty positive this was reported by the news sites. But I I'm I'm just talking through right now. I'm not ready to give my official because we still got one more, right?
0: Yes, Brian, I feel a little uncomfortable. You you're shuffling a little too much these days. You you're getting into the dirt sheets a little too much. No. You're, everything I'm saying, you know oh, "I heard this, I heard that." I mean, you, you well, talk it, about bl- you made. can
1: you can blame Todd Sinclair for uh for oh, yes. uh, verbally assaulting a and fan. And I do, I do often blame
0: Todd Sinclair. <laughs> okay, let's get into number three. Story number three. The first round of the Cruiserweight Classic was recorded at Full Sail University this past week. You heard about this, right? Their, their film- right, the Cruiserweight Classic. I am aware. Yes. I am aware. You are aware? <laughs> the rumored to be visiting backstage at that show was Teddy Hart and his cat, Mr. Money.
1: That's the story. Oh, all right. Well, that's uh, I hadn't heard anything about this. You didn't hear about Teddy Hart? I do. I do know. I do. I do. The one thing I do know is Teddy Hart. I'm pretty positive has an affinity for for cats, and he travels with his cat because I listened to him on uh, on Cole Cabana's podcast. Okay. Um. So I know. I know of his affinity for his cat
0: up there in uh Calgary. They seem to uh like cats. Uh, Natalia is always. Posting pictures oh, yeah, of her yeah. cats well, so and such.
1: You know, uh, a show a show I may have seen once or twice. Total Divas. They they cover her, uh, <laughs> her love of her love of kitty cats. Right. We're
0: we gonna we're we gonna do a, uh, a TV recap of the. New God, season? I so. uh, God, I hope so. God, I hope. I can't Total wait Divas. for the new
1: season. Maurice is gonna be on it, man. Ooh, How about brother that? yeah. That's
0: pretty good. <laughs> All right, so let's go over these three stories, Brian, and then we'll get your answer, your prediction of which one of these stories was not actually reported on online pro wrestling dirt sheets okay the first story is roderick strong finishing up with roh this weekend many people are saying he's going to nxt but his fiance, who's an mma fighter is training him to become an mma fighter himself number two with the brand sprit looming wwe has contacted many names including kurt angle and number three their first round of the Cruiserweight Classic was recorded, and visiting backstage was Teddy Hart and his cat, Mister Money. I wanted to keep saying his cat, Mister Money.
1: All right, okay, Brian. All right, let talk me through this. You well, picking? you know, so right right off the bat, I I, I am one hundred percent sure that the news sites have reported that WWE has been talking to Kurt Angle. Uh, so let's let's eliminate that right away. That's that, that's all right. That's that's not even a contention. Uh, I'm re- I'm really struggling here because. Roderick Strong training for MMA sound, sounds far-fetched to me, uh, and so does Teddy Hart being welcomed to a WWE event. Um, that seem, just seems very strange to me. The, the funniest thing is, the cat part is the least strange thing about that, about, <laughs> about that, the Teddy Hart uh, blurb there. All right. All right. So I guess I got to give like an official guess on this, huh? This is tough. I don't want to... Not just
0: a guess. Your answer.
1: I don't I need your uh, official answer. I don't want I don't want my streak to go by the wayside, so I'm gonna say. Well, I talked about the ever so conscious uh, PR department of of uh, WWE. Yes. So I think my my official answer is gonna be, uh, I think the third one, the Teddy Hart at the Cruiserweight Classic with his cat, is made up. That's my official answer.
0: Okay. So you say number three, you say the Cruiserweight Classic. Backstage of the Cruiserweight Classic was Teddy Hart and his cat, Mister Money. Okay, the real fake story is
1: number one. Oh no, Roderick Strong! Oh, the streak is over before it even began. <laughs> this is like this is like when when Scott Hall came down with the uh, with the shocked stick or whatever the hell it was and <laughs> screwed over Goldberg. This is this is. This is horse poopy.
0: Yeah, so the Roderick Strong, he was reported that he's, I mean, Ring of Honor themselves reported that he's finishing up with Ring of Honor this weekend. And I mean, there are rumor, strong rumors that he's going to NXT, but I made up the second part that, that is, uh, his fiancée really, on Is that really a even his girlfriend or whatever? Yes. Oh, yes, okay. His, his fiance. Actually, uh, she was uh, featured on BDA Radio, uh, Marina Jafir. I believe it was uh, the knockout of the knockout of the night. I'm
1: going to have to go, uh, go check that out. And she was pictured... With Alexis, who we know. Oh, from, okay. From the, yeah, uh, all right. I did remember uh, seeing that now. So the uh, that
0: was very a uh, very <laughs> well, strange makes, thing to see that on tv
1: That makes sense now. Then that, that that those two would be hanging out.
0: Yes, yes. Is it's a it was very weird to go to be dot and, and see that. But the you can go in the archives of the uh, Knockout of the Night and uh,
1: Tale of the Tape. Tale of the Tape. Basically, it's a tra- very attractive woman and uh, scantily clad pictures of them and. Uh, it's very lovely.
0: Yes, go to BDAradio.com to see you're, If you're that. into that sort of thing. But yes, uh, Brian- We're uh,
1: both married men. We're, we don't, we we don't, don't look we at that stuff. We don't do stuff. that
0: thing. Yeah, we're, 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 we're through with that. Um, so yes, there was a report that
1: uh, Teddy Hart was backstage with his cat, Mr. Money. That blows my mind because listening to those, like the recent podcast he did, that dude's a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know Teddy Hart, man, but he's he's a train wreck,
0: man. Right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I kind of agree with you there,
1: but hey, maybe you will hear her get pissed off at us, and uh, tweet about us. Uh oh! All publicity is good publicity, Mike. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: you think so? All right.
1: Uh, screw you, Teddy Hart. <laughs> screw you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't really know Teddy Hart, but his interview was pretty damn entertaining, and he, like I say, he seems like a train wreck. See, I thought
0: number two might might throw you off. This is pretty widely reported, so I mean, I, I the only reason I put it in there uh, is because maybe I thought you would have seen the reports. That Came out recently that WWE is not bringing back Kurt Angle, and I thought maybe that would have thrown you off. But they did report, oh, that, I,
1: had, I hadn't seen that, right? That, I hadn't seen the that. The more one. recent
0: news was that Kurt Angle is not coming back, but I but they did originally report that that he was contacted, so I thought maybe that that would screw something up in your head. You're very, you're
1: very devious, Mike. I'm trying and I, and it. I'm very Well, you tripped me Finally. up, you tripped me up already. So
0: fantastic! I am I am very happy with the way this turned out, and uh, we'll wrap this segment up the only way I know how. <clears throat> We're doing the dirt sheet shuffle. Da-da-da.
1: Okay, that is that's salt in the wound, insult to injury. <laughs> the injury, kicking a man while he's down. Okay, let's get into the
0: our next uh, topic here: brand split pay per views. Uh, now there is a. A listing of a pay-per-view schedule that came out maybe a couple weeks ago at this point but it was recently confirmed by a number of sources that this leaked pay-per-view schedule is correct um well first of all we know that the draft is happening july 19th and that's going to be on the first live smackdown and that's going to actually be in worcester mass welcome here, here. to worcester 25 please so once that Draft happens. They're going to have the two separate rosters that we talked about in a previous episode. And starting in September, there's going to be um, split brand pay-per-views. Uh, actually, I think it was first reported, well, when it was reported, it was first mentioned by Jerry Lawler in some sort of uh, press interview. Right. You,
1: hey, you you tweeted about it a little bit on uh, during we were live-tweeting Money in the Bank. Uh, I think it was the during the Apollo vs. Sheamus match. You said... Hey, folks, this is the type of match you can look forward to with split Plan pay pay-per-views. Yes. Split-brand pay-per-views.
0: Yes, yes. And uh, after SummerSlam, SummerSlam is on uh, August 21st in Brooklyn. The SummerSlam? The SummerSlam, yes. Um, then we're going to have Backlash, which is going to be a SmackDown-only show in Welcome September. Welcome back, Backlash, huh? And this is a little strange. Uh, it came out recently that there were... Uh, a trade there's a trademark taken out on clash of champions which is uh was a tv special for wcw for a number of years i used to love clash of the nwa yes the clash of the champions and uh, apparently they're changing night of champions to clash of champions i'm not really sure why they would do that
1: does that seem like that should be like like a like a co-brand one like maybe the champions from each wrestle but I, i i don't know i mean that's um, that's a good point there actually <laughs> it seems like it would be a better fit but it looks like it's a raw brand uh raw- oh, hey good to see- actually uh, cody rhodes tweeted i don't know if it was today or, or last night that he was actually happy to see clash of the champions coming back because it was a creation of The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. American Dream.
0: Um, Okay, and in October, uh, there'd be No Mercy, which is the SmackDown show. Hell in a Cell in Boston later in October, and that is the day before Halloween, and it's going to be in Boston, Mass, at the TD Garden. Uh, Then Survivor Series comes in November, and then December, you have TLC early in December for SmackDown, and then Roadblock in the middle of December for Raw. The way this schedule works out, basically... Every two weeks on these off months, uh, w- when there's not a uh, dual-brand pay-per-view, uh, every two weeks there's going to be a pay-per-view event. That is a lot. That of, is. Uh,
1: you know, I wonder, though. I mean, because I mean, last Money in the Bank ran over, like, big time. Like, what, 20, 25 minutes or so? Yes. yes so you wonder, much. like, because maybe – uh, here's what I would like, like to see as, as a fan of it. Um, I would like to see them go more of the takeover route and do more close – or closer to, like, the two-hour mark rather than always trying to hit that three-hour mark on the, um, you know, on the split-brand pay-per-views. And maybe that's a way to differentiate from the larger pay-per-views. Just a thought.
0: Going back to the days of uh, In Your House.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. uh, Beware of dog.
0: Yeah, keep on dreaming, Brian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) That is a lot of... (laughs) It's so funny. Not funny, but WWE is really expecting their fans right now to consume a lot of product. Um, on these pay-per-view weeks, eight or nine hours of live programming,
0: including three uh, hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown on Tuesdays.
1: I mean, hey, maybe that's why ratings aren't aren't all that great, because there's so much of it to consume and watch, and if you don't catch one of it, you can catch the other, and then, hey, maybe that's also the reason behind the brand split. If you want to see certain guys, you got to... You know, you could only tune into certain certain uh, television shows, but um, that is a lot of product you're asking your fans to consume. Yeah, I mean, it's they, a part-time job. It's it's essentially if you're a WWE fan right now and you want to watch everything that they're putting out there, it's a part-time job.
0: <laughs> it really is, and it just seems like they have less fans than they used to, and they're just milking those fans for all they're worth. And I I have a hard time. Thinking that you know, you're not going to cause more uh, burnout of, of the of the fan, what you're asking of them here.
1: The old leave them wanting more is, is not lost in, their vocabulary. <laughs> in, the, yes. in the pro wrestling industry in, the, in 2016, uh, chiefly with. Uh, with WWE and I, mean, I think a lot of people really go out of their way to criticize WWE and, and and crap on it and I I think I don't think we do that I think we you know I think we give fair takes on it and be critical when we feel right. the need to be and praise when you know there's the need to be praised um, but that, it really is that is a lot because you're going to talk about five hours between and Smackdown NXT every week which is an hour uh, and then every two weeks another three-hour pay-per-view on top of that that's
0: phew yes indeed that 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 is the word for it right there phew uh
1: so all the original programming on wwe network
0: yeah if you want to watch nxt and uh yeah superstars and main events right you're watching those every week right of course of course don't miss an episode yeah if the fans like when we do the um Post pay per view podcasts after the pay per view. I I'm sorry to say I don't think I'm going to be able to do that every two weeks, Brian. No, I'm right there with I'm
1: right, I'm right there with you, buddy. Maybe we'll start recording during the pay per views. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. We'll uh, be different, man. I don't know. I'm not promising anything, but yeah, no. I mean, that's just yeah. I mean. It's insane to me. Uh, I mean, I, I think the last time they did the brand split, they would alternate months. I don't think they did yes. two in a month. Right. Uh, and now this really looks like they, they're they doing two in a month. I mean, it's nuts. Uh, I would I like the idea of the split, band, split. That's really tough to say. Why yes. is that so freaking tough to say? Split brand pay-per-views. I like the idea of it. I just would like it as the every other thing because that actually would allow for a little bit more, you know, little bit slower burn on things so to speak you know you could you could play things out a little more though you,
0: even though when they did that in the past
1: they really didn't work it that way they just well, no, <laughs> it's just the same match seven times they would give you I, <laughs> yeah they
0: they they it seemed like oh they have extra time so they can slow burn these things but it turns they, they would just promote the other pay-per-view and then use the same four weeks to promote their pay-per-view
1: i mean it's this week on raw uh, you know and, I, and i'm assuming you watched Mm-hmm. But the and and on SmackDown now they have the two podiums there the the Raw right, the SmackDown yes. podiums which I was like I thought they were gonna do something with them and they really didn't they were just there well like, John
0: Laurinaitis came out well, in, his, in true, his red suit
1: true John, people power uh, is back uh, yeah, I just don't know where they're going with all this and maybe that's a good thing but there's still a lot that we don't that we don't know we don't still don't know about champions we still don't know about um, I mean, the the rosters are going to be interesting because they're going to have to, they have to bring in some outside talent too. They absolutely 100% are going to have to bring out outside talent. If not, they're just going to basically have to take everybody from NXT, and NXT is not going to have anything left.
0: Right. I mean, rumors of uh, MVP coming back and um, Carlito and Stevie Richards were among the names that, uh, that Richards.
1: I, I mean i don't know if you, you follow him on social media or anything but steve richard's probably in better shape now than he was at any point during his career yeah probably looks phenomenal
0: yeah they're gonna have to really build out these these
1: rosters um i, was, I mean the, the rhino is already kind of back tommy dreamer has been back and forth a few times you gotta assume they're probably gonna call a guy like tommy dreamer rvd uh out there still i mean there are guys out there with name recognition. Um, they're going to have to. They, they absolutely have to. So anybody who's going to complain about them bringing these old retreads back, like they don't have a choice, man. They have to. They're, and 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 can, like look for the raid of TNA and Ring of Honor to continue as guys' deals expire as well. Because I think you're going to start seeing more and more guys coming, you know, from those avenues as well. Um, you know, if if not just nxt you know also to raw and smackdown because they have to they need bodies they need experienced uh bodies at this point
0: also very strange how long do you think that they knew about this this brand split because they released all those guys like a Damian sandow a number of guys like that right before they announced this brand split it's like wouldn't a guy like Damian sandow be more Valuable
1: now that the, that there's going to be two separate brands. You would think almost all the people that they released. I, I mean, this like um, you know, Zeb Coulter, I, I don't know what value. I mean, Dutch Mantell probably brought more value backstage at this point than he did you know yeah. on camera. Um, just because of his knowledge, but yeah, I, I think you know Damian Sandow definitely could have. I, I even think Hornswoggle and El Torito, maybe a repackaged El Torito, just something different. You know, all you know, all the guys they released, Wade Barrett certainly. Although there was, I think, you know, he, I think he asked, he wanted to name. leave. I think, but yeah, I, I, it's very strange. You they they do tend to come up with things fast and furious at times there um, in WWE, but yeah, it makes you wonder. Did, was this something that was? you know, thought of after the fact. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll see Damien Sandow back in, in <laughs> WWE all of a sudden. Wouldn't that be funny?
0: Yeah, you never, you never know. Yeah, I'll say it one more time. The draft is July 19th at the first live SmackDown, which I think is a very good idea. Everyone just assumed it would be on Raw. But to have that draft on live SmackDown, that means people are going to be tuning in to that first oh, live and, show. And
1: for the first time, like, in I don't even know how long, maybe since the first – SmackDown special that had Triple H versus The Rock, with Shawn Michaels has That's the, the special guest for free. SmackDown is going to be a can't-miss television program on that night because you're going to want to see the, the draft, and you're going to want to see it live. So people are going to watch SmackDown, so it will help the ratings of it, where for the past I don't know how many years, uh, SmackDown has basically just been a stagnant retread. Uh, you get lots of highlights of Raw, um lots of rematches and nothing really ever happens so right
0: I and mean, now they're now they're really giving themselves no choice if if they're having uh the whole sp- sp- split brand see i do the same thing too it's It's
1: tough it's really tough screw you <laughs> wwe for that for calling it you know, split brand pay-per-views
0: so yeah they're gonna i mean there's they have no choice they're gonna have to advance angles on smackdown because there's nowhere else to do it so that could be a good thing. Hey, maybe Superstar's the main event. Super- <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they're really uh, going to be building those back up again. Okay. So keep an eye out in September for these uh, split brand pay-per-views. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll be at Hell in a Cell in Boston. Right, Brian?
1: Oh, all right. All right. Maybe. Maybe we, maybe we know somebody who can get us tickets or something. <laughs> well, I'm not paying for them. Okay. Get, get, get them on the phone right now. <laughs> oh, no, we got, probably got a couple options. Okay. We might even know know a pompous fellow who can get us uh, some skybox seats. Well, you never know about that. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the promo
0: about nothing. Big Woody's favorite segment. And uh, this is an interview leading up to WrestleMania six in Toronto. This was 1990. And things got, and he was already strange, but things got even stranger when this man was... uh, going one-on-one with uh, hulk hogan at wrestlemania 6 the ultimate warrior his promos went from strange to beyond bizarre and this is uh, one of those promos leading up to his match with hulk hogan title for title champion versus champion at wrestlemania 6 so uh, let's take a listen ryan
1: travel with experience malfunctions. Has <sighs> you realized all that is left is total self-destruction? Do you Hulk Hogan show self-pity? Do you Hulk Hogan Try the reason why do you, cold Hogan, try and comfort the normals that have even more fear
0: than you. Okay! Okay, Brian, could you uh, give me a, what? Could you give me a quick summary of the, that of that promo, please? What just the me, hell? Just give me a couple bullet points. What'd you, what'd you pull out of that?
1: Well, uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug, Mike. <laughs> Cocaine <laughs> is a hell of a drug. And who
0: is he talking to?
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> I,
0: uh, <laughs> I, I I oh, was it Hulk Hogan? <laughs> uh,
1: even. That promo was is bizarre for an Ultimate Warrior promo because usually the Warriors high energy and screaming and yelling and snorting. You need to do the snorting a little bit, but the whispering and what the hell? You know, I'll tell you what. I think that's probably as a kid I was probably like, oh my god. Although I got to tell uh, Mike, this is you know I feel like this whole episode now with uh, you setting me up in the. Uh, dirt cheat shuffle, and now you're uh, bringing up WrestleMania 6. I feel like this <laughs> whole episode is being done to just d- embarrass and humiliate I me. I did see
0: you wiping a tear from your eye there. I Think, was thinking uh, back to WrestleMania 6. I was a
1: young boy watching watching my hero <laughs> fall to that that, that doofus. Uh, <laughs> hipster doofus? Not a hipster doofus. Oh, okay. No, no, just a doofus. Uh, a flash in the pan. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. You know, guy who had a cup of coffee in the big time.
0: Well. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, maybe compared
1: to some, but but yeah, that, you know what? Maybe maybe we look back and maybe maybe, maybe pro wrestling promos were better pre pre wellness policy because <laughs> there is no freaking way on earth that you can speak the way he was speaking and talk about the things he was talking about not under the influence of some sort of drug.
0: Hulk Hogan. <sighs>
1: <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being the the production people, the camera guys, whoever, being around there? And, and then, what, what if like the whoever was producing that probably Vince McMahon didn't like it? He's probably too afraid to say. It,
0: um, so okay, we're done here. Yeah, that's I, good. I, I, we'll go with that. Everyone yeah. just kind of backs away from the equipment <laughs> so, like, slowly. Okay, <laughs> okay, Brian, that was the promo about nothing, and now it's your favorite segment of the show. You are crisscrossing this great nation of ours hitting the highways and byways, playing your trade as a professional wrestler. Kingpin, do you, in fact, got
1: dates? I got dates, Mike. Yes. I got dates. Actually, it's weird. I have, like, the next two weekends off. It's weird. I'm not not used to this, so uh, I don't know. I I think the wife's happy. All right. I think the the wife's happy about it. But, uh, yeah, I got some upcoming dates. Top rope promotions. I'm coming back. How did I, the
0: body slam challenge go the other night? I
1: still came back with a thousand dollars in my pocket, Mike. Are you gonna spend a little on me? No, I'm not gonna spend any on you. Oh, I would, Jesus! I gotta put that back in the kids' uh, education fund now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't, hey, shh, don't tell Steph. You didn't even know. <laughs> All right, so you're done with the body slam challenge? We'll see. All we'll right. see. Okay. So we got top rope promotions. uh, I'm actually pretty sure this is my Brockton, Massachusetts debut. I don't think I've ever wrestled in Brockton, Massachusetts, the city of champions. Right. So uh, that is on July 15th. Um, The address is 283 North Quincy Street in Brockton. How about that? Addresses. But uh, that is going to be the top rope roulette. How about that? The fans are going to pick the matches that night. Really? Yes. Craziness. I don't even know who I'm wrestling yet. Wow. How's that fair to the kingpin? I don't know. It's not fair to Flair. Tell oh, you that much. Oh my goodness! <laughs> We're going back, going <laughs> July twenty second, back again with Top Rope Promotions in Wareham, Massachusetts. This time, that's a Friday night special belt time, I believe, of six p.m. Uh, find for any of the Top Rope information. Find them on Facebook. That's where they do all their uh, promoting and whatnot. I was on a great uh, Top Rope uh, event this past Friday night with Hornswoggle. Uh, So that was very, very cool, as Mike made reference to the the $1,000 Body Slam Challenge. Yes, there was $1,000. Yes, I went out to the ring with it, and yes, I came back with it. Wow. How about that, huh? And then we got actually a big, big day of wrestling for the Kingpin. Uh Uh-oh. July 31st, Yankee Homecoming, Newbury, Massachusetts, APW, two big shows, one at 10 a.m., one at noontime. Wow. Excuse me, one at 2 p.m.
0: This is like back in the day, uh, Yes, what is it, N.E.W.A. Are, are you
1: ready for this, though? Uh-oh. On the 2 p.m. show, yes. the rematch that New England has been demanding. Really? Yes, they have. Okay. The Kingpin Brian Malonis takes on Donovan Dijak. Wow, okay. Huh?
0: There's a lot of, lot um, of hype behind the, the match you had at uh, Cold Fury this year. Yes, I
1: guess. yes. it put, ended my 14-year my chaotic career. I'm looking to extract some revenge, but that is the rematch everybody wanted to see. Uh, I'm, I'm proud as hell as a, of that match. If you haven't seen it, uh, I don't even know if the DVD is out yet, but go get the, the Cold Fury DVD from this year. It was at Cold Fury 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, go get that. Check out that match. We stole the freaking show, and I'm not afraid to say it because I'm never a guy who talks about stealing the show or doing all that crap. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) but we stole the freaking show. I'm sorry. Our match was good. And we're going to tear the house down again, or actually I think we're going to be outside at uh, Yankee Homecoming on July so what's for the, 31st. what's the date of this rematch? That is July the 31st at the 2 p.m. show. There's also a 10 a.m. show. I will be wrestling on that. Uh, check out AtlanticProWrestling.com and also find them on uh, on Facebook and Twitter uh, for sure information ta- on my upcoming match there. Make sure you take it easy on the 10
0: a.m. show. You don't want to be worn out for the, uh, <laughs> for the 2
1: p.m. event. But I'm not done July 31st, Whoa, Mike. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, oh. there's two shows. What? I'm going for a triple, a triple shot. Wow. Beyond Wrestling at uh, Fet Music in Providence. Okay. I will be once again officiating whatever bout that JT Dunn finds himself is in. Is that a
0: American Rana?
1: That is American Rana. You are correct. One of their biggest events of the year? It is the, year, it is the biggest event of the year for Beyond Wrestling. So check out Beyond Wrestling on Facebook um, and also uh, on uh, the internet. Yeah, on a, on Twitter, oh my uh, and actually, I do have. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have missed the Beyond Wrestling date, July the 17th at the Melrose Memorial Hall. Uh, also, another great. Uh, it's actually a double header with Evolve. Um, so evolve has
0: a has some big dealings these days with yes. wwe
1: yes so the it's the shows are at 2 and 7 p.m uh go to beyond wrestling's facebook page for all the details plus evolves uh, i'll be on the the beyond wrestling portion of that hey mail make some inroads with evolve though huh there you go how about that i'm, a I'm kind of a big deal we'll stop there though because that's july i got stuff for august though we're not going to reveal that yet Really? You're going to keep out the people me. in the dark, man. You're holding out on me. Yeah, yeah. So all I right. get all sorts of stuff. Let me do a little recap here. Top rope promotions. Yes. July 15th, Brockton. July the 22nd, uh, in, in Wareham. 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 Whatever the hell it is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
0: F- fans of Wareham don't take it out on the
1: campaign. <laughs> July, uh, July 17th and 31st, Beyond Wrestling. The 17th is in Melrose at the Memorial Hall. Nice the venue. Thir- right. So so's the thirty first FET music in Providence, and then also also on July the thirty first two big Atlantic Pro Wrestling shows: one at 10, one at two. Yankee Homecoming. Hey, by the way, the wrestling's free. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you can see Donovan Die Jack versus the Kingpin Brian Malonus. Free of charge. Part two.
0: Free of charge. For free. That's unbelievable. That? So you you got to bet the fans better get out there for uh, for. All of those big
1: events. I'm in the exhausted from this segment.
0: You wore me out, Mike. Well, I'm, ex- I'm exhausted anyway. It's been a... Uh, we, we made it through, Brian. I, we I, did. We, we trudged we right did. through this thing. You, <clears> didn't,
1: <throat> you didn't throw up or anything.
0: No. <laughs> All right. So before we get out of here today, let's give a special shout out to the podcast with little talent, but lots of extra belly fat. A Man Walks Into an Arm Bar, BDA Radio's MMA podcast hosted by Chad Alden and Paul St. Ammon Jr., find them on BDARadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe, rate and review the Man Walks Into an Iron Bar podcast. It's a great podcast, Brian. It's a, it's a
1: very quick You know you know you know who's going on with him this week, don't Who is? you? The Playboy.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding
1: me? Playboy is a big MMA fan, so the Playboy Jimmy James going to be on the on the next episode of a man walks into an arm bar. So uh, you would think we
0: would have the inside track to get the Playboy here on the Do we want podcast the Playboy want on? I love
1: well, with the Playboy. He annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> he snores through all my television shows. <laughs> I don't want him on my damn podcast. <laughs> all right, so I guess uh, he goes
0: to a man walks into an arm bar and be sure to check that out this week. They usually uh, drop a new podcast on Tuesdays. Check out a man walks into an arm bar. Okay, so please Follow us at the WPAN. That's our wrestling podcast about nothing specific
1: Twitter account. We're really uh, adding those followers, Brian, on the WPAN. Yeah, I think we've tripled them. Tripled them in like in like a couple days. So yeah, and again, uh, just to throw out there again, if you're enjoying what we're doing, if you'd like listening, aside from rating, reviewing, following us, please. Share the, share the podcast, tell friends about it. get people to listen to it. Uh, you know, We enjoy doing it. It's an awesome creative outlet for, for us, and, and we're very happy that so many people have given us such such wonderful feedback. We Definitely. really appreciate that and appreciate people listening. But please help us out, spread the word, tell a friend uh, because you know, hey, we want to take this thing big time
0: exactly so please follow at the WPAN and follow our sponsor the guiding light of the the wrestling podcast about nothing at BDA underscore radio you can follow me I'm at Crocsocks and the kingpin he is at Brian Malonis and use that hashtag PDA for BDA and get a shout out on an upcoming show join the fun and and please, for all of your MMA and pro wrestling talk, go to our friends at BDAradio.com. This has been episode 10. We're in the double digits, Brian. And we're moving forward. We will see you next week on the Wrestling Podcast about Nothing for the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. This is Mike Crockett. And thanks for nothing.